This inanity is fueled both by the so-called American Taliban, sex-phobic Christian fundamentalists who have far more political leverage than justify their numbers, and by complicit American parents who refuse to face the reality of their children's sexuality. Meanwhile, a study of Dutch parents by Janita Rapesluth found that in most families, youth sexuality was accepted as simply being part of a young person's life. Quote, from first kiss to first coitus, unquote. A 2003 study found that two-thirds of Dutch kids from 15 to 17 were allowed to have their girlfriend or boyfriend spend the night with them in their bedrooms at home. In her research, Shalit found that American parents consistently view their kids' emerging sexuality through a Hobbesian lens, emphasizing the dangerous, quote-unquote, the dangerous and conflicted elements, the, quote, raging hormones, unquote, and supposedly innately antagonistic relation between the sexes, with girls pursuing love as boys are fixated only on sex. Quote, viewing sex as a part of a larger tug-of-war between separation and control, writes Shalit. The response to the question of the sleepover, even among otherwise socially liberal American parents, is not under my roof, unquote. At this point, I imagine many American readers will be exasperated with me, a non-parent, suggesting that some of their struggles with teenagers are unnecessary. Quote, you don't understand. Teenagers are lunatics. They need to rebel. Unquote. I hear you. But the data suggests teens are rebelling against something in particular, namely a culture they find oppressive and unfair, even if they rarely articulate their rage in those terms. When the character played by Marlon Brando in the 1953 classic film The Wild One is asked, Hey Johnny, what are you rebelling against? He responds, what do you got? In other words, all of it. But this undifferentiated rage isn't the universal characteristic of teenagers. Cross-cultural evidence strongly suggests that the difficult period we call adolescence is in fact a recent cultural artifact. When anthropologists like Alice Schlegel and Herbert Barry III reviewed research on teens in the 186 pre-industrial societies for which data were available, they found that more than half these cultures didn't even have a word for adolescence. Teens in these cultures showed uh, almost no signs of psychopathology and antisocial behavior among young males was completely absent in more than half the cultures and extremely mild in the rest. An associated study found that problems tied to teen rage didn't begin to appear until shortly after the introduction of Western influences, especially schooling and media. In contrast, in 2015, about 3 million American teens between 12 and 17 years old had at least one major depressive episode, according to the Department of Health and Human Services. And experts suspect these numbers are low due to many unreported cases. According to the National Institute of Mental Health, Roughly 30% of girls and 1 in 5 boys have suffered from an anxiety disorder. Quote, if you wanted to create an environment to churn out really angsty people, 
we've done it, said James Whitlock, director of the Cornell Research Program on Self-Injury and Recovery. In his 2007 essay in Scientific American, quote, The Myth of the Teen Brain, unquote, psychologist Robert Epstein argues that the turmoil we see among teens in the U.S. is a result of artificial extension of childhood past puberty. Over the past century, he points out, quote, we have increasingly infantilized our young, treating older and older people as children while also isolating them from adults. After looking at laws and regulations restricting teenagers' behavior, Epstein found that teens in the U.S. are subject to more than 10 times as many restrictions as are mainstream adults, twice as many restrictions as active-duty U.S. Marines, and even twice as many restrictions as incarcerated felons. Unquote. Additional research conducted by Epstein and Diane Dumas demonstrated a significant link between the extent to which teens are infantilized and the extent to which they display signs of psychopathology. There is no question that teen turbulence is not inevitable. Epstein concludes, quote, It is a creation of modern culture, pure and simple, and so it would appear is the brain of the tr- troubled teen, unquote. If modern culture is behind the brain of the troubled teen, What's it doing to the brain of the troubled adult?